0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Akeem's Dream Show and today we have a very special guest. Kendra has joined. We are going to be talking about a lot of cool stuff, uh, confidence and a lot of details. But this is the very first video podcast inside, uh, I want to call this the Love Shack, but we're uh, <laughs> going to be doing a lot of shows out of here. And Kendra's my inaugural guest, so Kendra, thank you very much for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's great to be here.
0: Absolutely. Kendra is a confidence coach and massage therapist but she's going to be hacking the code about confidence and we're going to be talking about life and everything. But before we go into that, we have a very, very uh, special gift here that was presented by Kendra to me. And, you know, most people have to get to their heart via their stomachs. For me, it's my stomach too, but it's uh, with whiskey. And I don't know how she figured that out. It's probably obvious by now, but she got me some Knob Creek smoked maple whiskey. So, we're about to test it out. So, we're going to start the show off with a whiskey review. Uh, would you like to try <laughs> to- <laughs> I
1: would love some. That'd be great. Okay, great.
0: So, Knob Creek. It, did you get smoked maple because it's Canadian, or I don't know?
1: Honestly, I couldn't see it on the shelf because it was like above my height level. I'm only like five, one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So I, I just asked the guy if he had knob Creek because I know that's like a decent whiskey. And he that was the first one he pulled out. And I was like, smoked maple? Fantastic. Let's do that.
0: Absolutely. This looks like you could put it... It smells like you could add it to your legit maple syrup and add it to pancakes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is a pretty hefty pour, by the way.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> hey. oh, I'm not going to hold you to finish that. Yeah. We, can wa- we have some plants in here. You can uh, give... I know plants like uh, whiskey, so okay. cheers.
1: Cheers. That's pretty good. Oh yeah. You're that's all right. welcome.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I think uh, I'm gonna live five years longer now, so Yeah. Totally. No, that's alright. Uh, wow. What a what a great way to kick mm-hmm. off the video edition of a Keen Stream show. A little bit of whiskey. A uh, very interesting uh, and uh, profound guest who's going to have a lot to share with us today. I know I mentioned confidence and massage therapy, but I've seen you kicking ass in the gym. Like <laughs> You hit the dummy bags. If you check out Kendra's Instagram, she's always got a mask on at some gym, and she's just punching it and kicking. Is that kickboxing, or what is that?
1: It is kickboxing. Um, the trainer that I'm working with, she does Muay Thai. Um, so that would be, I guess, like the style.
0: Muay Thai. Of, yeah. Knees knees and elbows.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: So, I said this to her earlier, but just never piss her off, because you never know. <laughs> She's not a violent person, but, you know, don't don't try her, you know? I've
1: she, never punched a person in the face, <laughs> but there's a first time for everything, so. Absolutely.
0: But you've got lots of practice on those bags.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, just in case.
0: Do you have a combination ready for it?
1: uh yeah we've been learning a lot of combos actually i think my favorite is uh probably like a jab and then roll in punch Ooh. the the stomach and then uppercut
0: holy smokes yeah. so it's like that's a three that's a three-piecer
1: yeah yeah
0: jeez uh i'm yeah. pretty
1: good at the the body shots so
0: do you want to call that combination something like the kendra special or something sure uh, or no special cake. special cake <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. Be like, oh, what happened to him? He got the special K. <laughs> Funny story. <laughs> my
1: dad used to call me Special K when I was a kid. Oh, no way. So it would, it would work.
0: Perfect. That would be it. Let's get those t shirts made. Special <laughs>
1: okay. K. All right, let's do that. Just Andrew okay.
0: with boxing gloves on. Just like. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that an actual workout going through the combinations and hitting the heavy bags? Like, is it pretty intense?
1: It's pretty intense. So, it, like,. I would say, in the beginning, learning the combos is a big mental game, right? So you actually have to, like, pay attention to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, it's a huge mental game. And then once you get better at the combos, uh, you start hitting harder. And so it's very physical and, like, you're, you're breathing pretty heavy. And it gets very tiring, for sure. Okay. Like, there's some days I'm just, like... I'm dead after. That's pretty good. Do you have
0: a coach for that or you just like go with somebody?
1: Yeah. So, uh, Jenna Stevie, she works at Evolve downtown, um, and she's fantastic. So she's been doing Muay Thai, I think for the last five years and her partner, um, has been doing it for like 20 years and wow. they train with like, uh, I think his name is Sifu.
0: That sounds legit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> sounds like Kung Fu Panda.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. So, yeah, she's pretty, and she's awesome. She's a fantastic person. Um, also, to follow, like, her page, she has, like, a, um, an Instagram page called The Compassion Project, mm-hmm. and it's all about uh, normalizing normal bodies and that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think by normal body, do you mean, like, 20% body fat because I feel like that's probably pretty normal. Most people are like, oh, let me get the 8-pack, 5% body fat or less. I'm like, that's not even fun. You can't even enjoy life. Yeah,
1: you need to be able to drink smoked maple whiskey and like eat chicken wings, I feel like. Breach. Yeah, so normal bodies are just everybody. Every body is normal and story.
0: Right, absolutely. You
1: know? Like, I think it's just what we've been fed through society and, like, advertisement and stuff like that. It uh, puts a big um, discouragement on what a normal body looks like.
0: Yeah, and the idea of the normal body is like the Hollywood body, and I don't think that's realistic. Uh, It doesn't make any sense that that should be promulgated and be normalized. It's almost... I feel it's almost weird when you're that, when you look like that. The way Hollywood wants you to look. When I meet a guy who's got an eight pack and less than five percent body fat, uh, I'm a little bit concerned.
1: Uh, <laughs> you're like that guy has no fun. I'm
0: like, bro, you should be between five and ten percent body fat on your way to a dad bod. That's normal. <laughs> <me>. <laughs>
1: dad bods are where it's at.
0: one hundred percent. I've although I've, I've heard that you know, having a six pack doesn't hurt. I mean,
1: I mean, if that's what you're going for, then that's fine. I mean, all, like I said, all bodies are normal and, you know, do whatever makes you happy is how I see it. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And what makes you confident?
1: Exactly. <laughs> there you go.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think that, uh, uh, you know, someone's appearance or how they feel about themselves or maybe how they look has to do with confidence?
1: Um. <laughs> That's it's, a good question. It's a tricky one, eh? It is a tricky one because, yeah. um, so what I like to, I guess, preach is you should love yourself no matter what body you're in. Your body is the least interesting thing about you. Everybody has them and it's just a vessel for you to like celebrate the human experience, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: it's a vehicle, right? Yeah. We live in Edmonton. If you want to go to Banff, it doesn't matter if you're driving uh, uh, a Prius or a Ferrari, you're going to get there, right? You're
1: going to fucking get there. <laughs> I mean, hopefully. Right. I mean... <laughs> might if, break down, but it's probably the if Ferrari you break down, not going to break down. Right. right.
0: <laughs> if you break down, your body's got the hospital and your car's got a right? So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. I, I definitely think it's all about loving yourself no matter what body you're in. Um, I mean, if you, I think it's also fine if you do want to change your body, that's okay, but I think it's most important to, um, just be happy with what you have because your body gets you around, it allows you to survive and like in something like a pandemic, what we're going through right now. Um, a lot of people are stressed and, you know, maybe some people have gained weight right. and it just.
0: Quarantine 15.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's okay. Like it's fine to have a bigger body from when you were like in high school or.
0: Able to get to get to the gym consistently without it being shut down.
1: Yeah. 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 It's, it's been challenging, but, and the other thing about Maybe saying that the gym is the only place you can kind of work out is just not true <laughs> right there is a lot of things that people can do and it, I think it's a lot about like the mindset and yeah. but I mean also with that you have to give yourself some grace and just be happy with what you're doing that day really and in that time cause Your future is definitely something to think about, but what's going to make you happy that day is more important. Um, And I'm not saying, like, if you don't feel like doing something because you'd rather lay in bed, that's not going to make you happy, right? Right. Yeah.
0: You got to be able to to be flexible and to not judge yourself in the heat of the moment and I mean during these times you gotta be you gotta give yourself a lot of grace mm-hmm. I, I'm a big believer in that and uh, being able to be like hey I don't feel like going to the gym today that's fine but if you do want to get to the gym and it's closed there's a lot of ways you can get it done I think uh, I've been able I've been able to go for runs and starting a warm out so you can go for runs now uh, you can be creative mm-hmm. uh, mother uh, this necessity is a mother of invention so you gotta be able to J- jig and Jag, move and shake. When things get hard, you get harder. I love love David Goggins He's one of my favorite guys.
1: Oh, he's uh, intense.
0: He's intense. Uh, he calls up this guy, uh, uh, what's his name, Cam Haynes. Mm-hmm. And Cam Haynes is this ultra marathon guy. So he runs a marathon every day, similar to Goggins. And he lives in Las Vegas. And Goggins showed up to Cam Haynes' house and he goes, just goes to his front door, unannounced. and he goes, hey. You staying hard, man? <laughs> He's like, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: totally. Totally. <laughs> He's like, let's go for a run right now. Let's go for a run, run a marathon right now. It's like the middle of the day. Imagine someone coming to your house tomorrow, 2 o'clock in the and you'd be like, you staying hard? And you're like, of course I am. Like, all right, let's go for a run. <laughs> you need people like that in your life, eh? Uh, yeah. Maybe one or two. Maybe well, not five. One or two,
1: yeah. I mean, be that might be day. a little bit intense if everybody in your life is like that, but... It's good to have those people for sure, yeah.
0: Accountability buddies.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kyle is definitely one of those people for me. Yeah. Um, so Kyle is my, uh, oh, Kyle is my uh, partner, partner in crime. Um, and then I also have a, a best friend, Andrea. Like she's a personal trainer um, self-care accountability coach and me and her have been staying on track with working out like we've been doing five or six days a week and I mean I like working out I don't think I've ever been this consistent in my life (laughs) so like in the last were you always that way well I mean because
0: like maybe not this consistent but have you always wanted to work out even if it was, like, once a week?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, when I was young, I always did sports. Um, I, you know, even how short I am, I played basketball. You know, like, I did soccer. Um, wrestling was my main sport, freestyle, amateur wrestling. I did that for seven years, I believe. Um, and, yeah, and even... You know, even going for a walk is still activity, you know? Yep. So, and, like, I have a dog, so I've, I have to go for long walks all You the check time. that box, eh? Yep. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Long walks is all I did during January, February, March. I, I just walked. There was a few days where I walked legit 15 to 20K. Yeah. You walk so far that your lower back starts to hurt. <laughs> yeah. And it's... You might as well have worked out or maybe you got hit with a special case special that kind of is that level of seriousness when it comes to the, uh, the distance but no any movement is movement right any exactly. activity is activity you can track it all even if it's walking up and down even stairs in the house walking up and down the stairs a hundred times that's still good that's like walking up one hundred 100 flights of a uh, hundred-story building right so, yeah uh, you gotta count it all and uh, I think it's important to count the little wins. Celebrate the little ones too.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like any movement that gives you joy is fantastic. You know, I, I really believe that. Cause, yeah. um, like I've done a lot of different training. I did powerlifting when I first started going to the gym. Um, and then I did Olympic lifting and once I started and it was very, like it was consistent at times. Uh, When I was, like, training for a competition or something. But then, you know, when I'm not training for a competition, it can be very um, sporadic training. Um, But now, since I've been doing the kickboxing, that has, like, revived my athletic movement. Like, I just, I love it. I do it twice a week. And then I lift weights the other days of the week. And it just makes... Things feel so much better, I'm super happy, and I'm like, yeah, I'm very excited to get to the gym and do these things now. It's just, it's kind of funny how it's changed the way I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, instead of just lifting weights, I'm like, I really like kickboxing, and then it makes lifting weights a lot better because I'm like, it just makes me better for kickboxing.
0: Right. Right. You have, a, you have a sport at which you can kick ass, which is cool, but you have it's kind of performance based with a lot of technique, mm-hmm. so anything that could be perceived as a mundane workout now feeds it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Where It's, it's, it's kind of similar in business, where I know a lot of people who would re- like just hate reading business books, or leadership books, or whatever it is, but as soon as they get into a career where those things are required, now it's just a means to an end. Mm-hmm. So if your workout or if your activity or if your daily day-to-day lifestyle where you're just moving around becomes a means to an end to, I don't know, being a distance walker or a, a distance <laughs> <laughs> a distance jogger or whatever it is, that's cool because now it's part of your routine. It's part of your system and yeah. uh, it becomes less daunting and less of a chore and more something you want. As long as it can be something you want to do because yeah. that's something consistent, right?
1: That's what makes the difference, right? Is having joy from it
0: absolutely yeah. joy joy oh, man uh, what do you think is the difference between joy and happiness
1: well hmm, that's a good question I think they could be meaning the same thing I think it just depends on what they mean to the individual person yeah yeah
0: I think the way I've understood it is I, I, I see joy as a long-term sustainable uh, um, mind frame or mindset, and I see happiness as spurts. Like I feel okay. feel I feel happiness is fleeting, but I feel joy and is sustained. Like it's a cleaner energy. It, it doesn't burn. It doesn't burn off as fast. Like a genuine joy you get from your family or from what, what you do at work or from maybe it's from a podcast you watch.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's uh, you get joy from things in life where. You know, I feel like it's there's not a lot of maintenance and you just can just plug in and uh, it's unconditional. But happiness, I feel like it's... Uh, like I get happiness when I travel. The only thing is I don't travel all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's one of those things, right? I happiness at Christmas, but I get Christmas once a year, right?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or when I listen to Michael Buble music. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of... I can't consistently anticipate those things. He uh, has a good Christmas album, eh?
1: <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I'm not necessarily a buble fan, but I mean, a draw. Well, one of my buddies, he he loves buble, and that's all he wants to sing.
0: Buble with. or bubbly?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need make that joke. <laughs> but yeah, he like sings buble at uh, any karaoke. Oh is that okay. right? Yeah.
0: Mm. What's your karaoke jam go to?
1: My karaoke jam is Don't Stop Fleetwood Mac.
0: Okay. Can yeah. you give us a little sample?
1: Don't stop thinking about me. Oh yeah. don't <laughs> stop. <laughs> It'll soon be, be here. here. It'll, It'll be, be better me. than before. Yesterday's, Yesterday's gone. gone. Yesterday's, Yesterday's gone. gone. What's yours? Don't you
0: look back. Yeah. <laughs> um, recently, it's been uh, we, uh, we Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Oh. It. Re- you know why? It's because it's really hard.
1: Sing it. I want
0: to <sighs> hear it. <laughs> okay. <I'm sorry>. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, it's, it's hard because if you're familiar with the song, it's, it's a chronological chronological report of his life from like 1949 to 1989 and he's talking about all the historical figures and events through each decade so for me to do it right now i have to like do it verbatim joseph carr uh uh alan carr richard nixon marilyn monroe uh so he just goes through all the cultural figures okay that's probably the worst example (laughs) i'm gonna give you a better easier song okay all right uh uh, i think it's called foreigner uh i want to know what love is Oh yeah. I wanna know what love is. I want you to show me. I wanna feel what love is. I love it. Da, 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 da. I want you to show. I, uh, I I have a thing called a wonder boom It sits in my shower, and I don't know. Every other day, I'll play that song in the morning and just belt it. It's great. I feel like my soul just giving getting an energy boost. You know. That's. Yeah, My, my shoulder is a shot of whiskey every time I sing that song <laughs> in the showers. Nice.
1: <laughs> nice. I like it. <laughs> no, I <don't> <laughs>
0: Being a rock star would be a fun life, eh? I mean, there's a lot of... Maybe too much of this. Yeah,
1: a little too much of this. But like, if you've got, you know, if you bring joy <laughs> to, to your life, regardless if you're a rock star or not, I think you, you're going to be good. <laughs> but Absolutely.
0: Being a rock star, I don't know. What, do you know Nickelback? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're from the country, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. They have that one song. <laughs> I, I, I will stand in line to clubs I'll never get in. It's like the bottom of a night and I'm never going to win. This life ain't cut up quite the way I want it to be. And then there's some like guy in the background, what you going to do? oh, no, no, what do you want to do? He's like, I want a big I want a big house on an episode of Cribs and a basketball court I can play baseball <laughs> in and... but everyone risks on Nickelback we're from Alberta, okay so Nickelback yeah. is like one of the most famous bands out of Alberta and everyone it's kind of funny, they're our local success story, but we like shit on them all the time
1: I know, well <laughs> and I think it's because a lot of people say that they sold out and you know, all this stuff. But, I mean, I went to a Nickelback concert. I fucking loved it. <laughs>
0: Dude, <they're, laughs> it they have bangers. Yeah. People think that bangers is just in rap. No. But you can get have bangers in uh, rock and roll. You can have bangers in jazz. You can have bangers in, in, in whatever genre. Mm-hmm. And they happen to have bangers. Like, listen to the song Animals. Listen to the song Rockstar. Uh, at, at every football game I go to, they play one of those two songs. And it just gets me want to... Every time I hear that song at like, an Orioles game, I just go buy another... Pint of like extra alcoholic <laughs> draft beer.
1: <laughs> well, and it's funny because everybody rags on them, but everybody knows their songs. Yeah, everybody will sing along once they come on.
0: I mean, that's the that's the greatest revenge, Jade. They're like, hey, yeah, keep 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 uh, roasting us, and we'll keep counting the checks. But,
1: exactly.
0: But uh, no, I we got to have some more success story, success stories out of uh, Alberta, and uh, I think that we're on the way. I think Edmonton and Alberta's on the come up. I think that. Uh, we have a lot of entrepreneurial spirit, especially in Edmonton and Calgary and around the, there's a lot of breweries popping up everywhere. There's a lot of tech, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, businesses, there's a lot in the fitness industry. Uh, it's a it's an exciting time to be alive, you know, right yeah. place, right time. Yeah. I feel like we're in the right place, right time.
1: Absolutely. Even when it's pandemic.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you asked me a question earlier. You said, uh, what was, I think it was, would you rather want, would you want to be, uh, No, there's two questions you can ask yourself one is do you feel the world is out to get you or do you feel the world is working in your favor is it something like that that yeah
1: yeah basically like is everyone out to get me or is everyone here to help right yeah
0: and I answered that I think everyone is here to help I I look at everyone as an ally someone who can help me achieve my dreams because I'm gonna try to help them achieve theirs I'm a, you know I'm an equal opportunity uh, offender and uh, helper uh, you know when it comes to uh, getting uh, getting by in life I think that uh, everyone has something to offer and everyone has something to teach me uh, absolutely
1: so, yes yes I I agree with that wholeheartedly for sure yeah
0: yeah and when it comes to uh, building relationships and connections and and all those things I've always thought of it like okay I'm gonna assume the best intentions and I'm gonna assume that these people uh, want to meet me and they want to connect with me and they're, they're excited and they're interested. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be maybe it's a, a new business relationship or it's a new friendship or maybe it's like a pastime or a hobby or a nonprofit. I just feel like there's a lot of good energy uh, because we've gone through such a weird, hard time in our society and, um, you know, this is quite the segue, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to be around people like you, who have that spirit of like, hey, I'm a go getter. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help people and I'm trying to encourage people to become their best selves. And uh, one reason I wanted to have you on the show was you are really uh, focused. Uh, based on you know my limited knowledge of you and being ha- having been around you a little bit, that you really focused on helping people and helping people unlock their confidence, whatever that is and whatever that means to them. We talked a little bit about you know the weight loss and normal bodies, but. Can you expand on that a little bit? Like what you meant by, um, or like what you're trying to accomplish with confidence and helping people unlock that?
1: Yeah, sure. I think, um, I think everybody has kind of um, maybe a vision of their own vision of what success looks like for them. Um, And not everybody uh, kind of pursues that because of what they've been told culturally, societally, um, what their parents told them, uh, authority figure, like school, whatever, right? Right. Um, And so I think it's something that a lot of people have struggled with and maybe they've gone through their life just being told what to do and being told that if they do this, they'll be successful and then they feel this, deep emptiness inside them because it's not not serving them in particular right right? and um, so what I want to do with my business uh, coaching confidence is, is not necessarily telling people what to do but giving them some tools and guiding them so they can discover themselves and create themselves, and grow, and transform into this person that they love. That doesn't need to compare themselves to anybody. That embraces themselves and accepts themselves, you know, um, and is happy with that. Uh, because it doesn't matter what you're doing in life. Like if if you want to be a a janitor, um, then and that is like your favorite thing to do, then do it. If you want to do podcasts, you know, like you know, those are those are things that give each individual their own success. And I think that's important.
0: Absolutely. No confidence I feel like confidence is the ultimate hack for life. And I don't mean hack in like the cheesy way. I mean like if you have confidence it is the code it is the key that unlocks all doors because mm-hmm. it gives you the it, it, it's like the horsepower at your back and I'm just curious as to how do you like how do you put tools you mentioned tools you mentioned equipping how do you how, like how, how do you construct that how do you like kind of how do you figure that out Like for myself I think that it was hard because I had to learn the hard way through failure and through sports and through... I think sports was a good vehicle because I, I like learned how to get back up and all those things. But uh, I'm very curious to understand like how you under, come to understand confidence and you know how you, I don't know, engineer it to help somebody else become more confident.
1: Well, I like that you said yeah. you learned through failure, right? Yeah. So that is part of it, right? You have to try things... It doesn't matter what it is. You have to try. And confidence is the decision to try. Right. To take that action and do it. And if you decide you don't like it, then that's fine. It's not necessarily a failure. It's you survived and it's, you know, you move on from it. Um, and I think people are scared to try things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Big time. That's... What it comes down to, you end up overthinking and talking yourself out of it, which is a habit. That's a Mm -hmm. habit that everybody has. Um, And so to acknowledge that and be able to say, nope, I'm not going to let myself overthink this. I'm just going to take action and do it because this is how I'm going to learn what I like. This is how I'm going to learn what I don't like. And this is how I'm going to create myself and live a life of authenticity.
0: Do you think that the time spent between idea spark, and actually trying it, uh, the longer it gets, do you think that has something to do with it?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, Because if you, as soon as you start overthinking something, you're going to talk yourself out of it. Um, Mm. People are naturally negative. Yeah. You know, like... That's what our bodies and our minds were meant to do is to protect us. Yes. So that's just a natural thing. It's a habit. And that's what people need to understand is it is a habit. It's something you can control. It is something that you can uh, replace, basically. Yeah, you
0: know? 100%. I mean, it's a habit to procrastinate. I think that we were also talking about human nature uh, before and psychology and how we're tribal and those things There are also human nature is like procrastination and that procrastination can lead into can actually uh, be negative when it comes to our confidence because if confidence is tied to time the more we procrastinate the less confidence we'll have so it's one of those things where perhaps um, or at least I've noticed that the shorter it takes for me to go from idea to action uh, the more confidence I have mm-hmm. Uh, so Definitely. just kind of narrowing that window down to, like, uh, almost, almost, like, be impulsive. <laughs> you yes. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: yes. I mean, if it is something that would be harmful, then maybe you <laughs> don't do it. But, you know, like, if you have an idea and it gets you excited initially, and then all of a sudden your brain's like, oh, no, you don't want to do that because, you know, yeah. this might happen, this might happen, and you just say, shut up, brain, like, <laughs> You can even call your, it's an inner critic, right? Yeah. Everybody has one. Yeah. You can call it a name and just be like, Jeffrey, I've (laughs) had enough of your, you know, bullshit.
0: (laughs) We should call it a name we don't like. So whatever is the most annoying name to you. Right.
1: Everybody likes the Jeffrey.
0: (laughs) I know a few nice Jeffs. But (laughs) there's a few of them that maybe I don't know. (laughs) But you're right. For me, it'd be like a Johnson Johnson, get back in the office. Go to work. Get that paperwork that we all work to do.
1: Well, and the other thing, um, you were talking about procrastination, right? Yeah. So something that people don't realize is procrastination is actually stress. It can be stress about, you know, like if you're procrastinating about work, um, it's not necessarily the work that is what you're stressed out about or what you're procrastinating about. Okay. It might be that you have some other stuff going on, like um, you know maybe you had a fight with your significant other, or uh, you somebody might not be in good health that's really close to you, and there's just this big ball of stress over your head. But you have to get this work done, and all you're thinking about is like this stuff up here. Mm. uh, So it ends up causing you to procrastinate on work. Um, So you just have to kind of realize that, in your like, it's not the work that's actually the issue. So if you just start and even say, I'm going to do this for five minutes, most people will continue the work.
0: Can you so can you schedule confidence? <laughs> like well, I'm going to be can. I'm going to be confident during this 50 minute block no matter what.
1: You can because there's people who are very um, introverted,
0: right. okay?
1: And they can act out of character because whatever it is that they think is very important and needs to be out there they can basically, yeah, act out of character and speak in front of people. So something for myself, we did talk about this a little bit earlier, um, speaking in front of people is really difficult for me, but um, with the confidence coaching, it is something that I want to work on and maybe eventually be a speaker um, as I progress with it. You know? and
0: what an example as a coach coaching confidence to know that you're going through these battles and you're you're overcoming them you're kind of in the trenches i always love coaches and people who teach on what they're actually living and what they're actually going through and to know that you're not this inflappable person who has no issues with confidence <laughs> and that you're going through your own problem you're through own, your own challenges it's 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 encouraging because now you have empathy with the people you're talking to, right? Like, uh, I know that I've suffered from this in the past where I almost talk like it should be easy. Do you know what I mean? Because uh, I'm a pretty action oriented person. So I'm like, why don't you just do it? And sometimes that's not, doesn't really resonate because that's not life, right? Like, um, it's probably just the whiskey that's making me do those decisions a lot of time. <laughs> but it's, uh, it, it's, it's, you know not everyone is wired that way and, and to have empathy is the greatest thing and then uh, no that's I, I totally agree with what you're saying
1: 100%. well and the thing about confidence is it's like people think it's a personality trait right it's not it 100% is not right. it is a skill and it is something that is active it's something you can build it's something that is active if you stop like working on your confidence in a certain area you're gonna lose it right. it's also situational okay so what i mean by that is for an example i don't do you know who ronda rousey is oh yeah okay yeah yeah ufc okay so she went like 21 and 0 in her fights she won every fight right she lost one and lost all of her confidence that's right She went into uh professional wrestling and she was just she was done with her UFC career, right? Yeah. That's a situational thing. Right. So she had all this confidence, lost one time, and was done. Right? That's that is
0: so that almost speaks to the idea that people are confident in an arena, right? Like people are confident. Perhaps, maybe I'm putting on this act like, oh, I'm confident, I have a podcast, or I'm doing X and Y and Z, but if you, as soon as you put me in another arena, uh, I might be completely blabbering fool, right? Uh, is there, a, I wonder if there's a way to understand or learn or adopt like a general confidence for life. It's pretty rare. I mean, those people end up probably having great lives because it doesn't matter what situation you put themselves in, uh, a la ronda rousey she'll just end up being she'll just conquer the next thing right like Mm -hmm. it's uh just because you have a failure doesn't mean you're a failure so it doesn't i think that having that confident lifestyle across all realms means that you don't really necessarily uh compartmentalize your confidence in a specific area
1: not all the time i think some people do um it depends on what it is right right um. yeah so like for myself I'm confident speaking one on one to somebody but when it comes to like a big group of people I will be the one hiding in the background or if I do need to talk to them I get like red face and my throat starts closing up but these are things that I can like I can talk myself through Right. and say like I do actually have skills of a good speaker You know? And then you. Yeah, you give yourself the evidence and the proof that you can do these things. And then it makes you more. It gives you the courage to actually try it. It gives you. um, So it gives you the courage to try it. Then you start to be more consistent with it. And when you are more consistent with it, you become more competent with it
0: consistent confident. but would you say that that confidence is just a story you're telling yourself yes that's what you you just said it sounds like that's what you just said
1: yeah if you tell yourself you can't do something you can't do it if you tell yourself you can then you 100% can if you believe it you can do it It doesn't matter what it is I 100% believe that Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so confidence is a decision then right because you can just you can choose to tell yourself anything
1: yeah yeah Honestly... Why is it so
0: hard for people to, to tell uh, to get them to tell themselves that decision, right? Like,
1: well, everybody tell
0: my story. Like, why is that so hard? I mean, it sounds like an obvious, maybe uh, vague, not vague, but like like too obvious of a question. But
1: it does. It seems obvious. It seems <laughs> so simple, but it is. Um, people tend to talk to themselves very negatively. You know, like. Um, People might say to themselves, I'm a loser, I wouldn't be able to do that, or, you know, whatever it is, but they would never talk to anybody else like that. Right. So it's really, like, that's part of the, um, I guess, the structure that I would be working with people with, is how they talk to themselves. Because a lot of people talk to themselves like... Off. You, it's brutal you would change the story yeah yeah you change the story what you tell yourself and and then it's like amazing what you can do it is wow yeah
0: geez uh, no I feel like I could use some of that sometimes um, but no. It,
1: that's the thing everybody everybody <laughs> it doesn't matter how successful you are or how confident you may seem there's those people still speak negatively to themselves in certain ways and they hold themselves back from certain things you know
0: absolutely i think that's the whole point of coaching one of the biggest things i let that open my eyes when i kind of started learning about corporate america and the business world specifically is how many of these executives have coaches Do you know what i mean and the coaches is about the how, but it's also about the why and the, the software underneath the hardware, right? Because a lot of the software drives how effective the hardware is, and uh, if you don't have the right software in your, in your mind, like how you think about things, uh, it doesn't matter how, how good your computer is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just won't run a very good program. So I think that uh, you know, these executives and these, coach- these, these executives get coaching because they need to work on their confidence. They need to lead organizations in X, Y, and Z. So if they can, if it's good enough for them, it should be good enough for anybody.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: No, that's good. I mean, this is uh, this is extremely uh, confidence is everything. It's the code. If you have confidence, guys, you can go uh, talk to that girl you wanted to talk to. Maybe maybe girls, you can uh, you, you can reach out to that employer or start that business you want to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter. I think there's. It's just like it is the foundational principle. Do you know, Like, uh, are you familiar with Aristotle? Oh, yes. And the virtues. <laughs> yes. So the, the found foundational virtue with Aristotle was uh, courage, and he thought it was the most important virtue because if you have courage, it gives you the horsepower to do all the other virtues properly. Mm-hmm. And I think that outside of that, using that as an analogy, I think confidence is the foundational like mindset that allows you to do everything else in life. Like, if you have confidence, you can do... If you happen to be good at computer programming, if you have confidence, you'll be able to be a better computer programmer. Yes. So, I mean, what you're doing should be worth, like, $50,000 an hour. Do you know what
1: I mean? Maybe one day. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see.
0: (laughs) Hopefully I get the uh, podcast discount.
1: Yeah. I'll definitely give you... A discount because I mean, this is the first podcast I've been on <laughs>
0: <laughs> so far. You know, this might open the floodgates,
1: maybe. Yeah, this but, is my start.
0: I know that i would like your dream podcast show to be on, but <laughs> you probably listen to some shows. Like, uh, what kind of shows do you like to learn from and, and maybe give you confidence?
1: Um, honestly, one of the biggest ones is um, Lewis Howes. Uh, what is I can't remember what his podcast name is lewis
0: howe school of greatness school
1: of greatness yes so that was probably one of the first uh podcasts that i had ever listened to um and well besides one well the first podcast <laughs> that i listened to that was about um business and like personal growth and yeah um, self-development and things like that um, And yeah, and then it just kind of flew from there, Um, just listening to different people. Uh, Mel Robbins is a huge one that, like, I love her. I think her her message is amazing, and the way that she talks about confidence. She was a lawyer before, and she's just very matter-of-fact and blunt in the way that she speaks. Which that really resonates with me. I'm not very good at the beating around the bush. Sure. Yeah. So I like being like, this is the way it is, and that's and for her, like the way that she um, defines confidence is the decision to try.
0: The decision to try.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, because it's a very active thing, right? in the dictionary, it'll say, you know, it's about, uh, trust and it's also about trusting yourself. Um, but with that trust gives you like that courage to try something, right?
0: Right. Yeah. You trust yourself, the decision to try. Yeah. Cause if you don't trust yourself, you won't trust your decisions. Exactly. So your decision to try would be like, ah, I don't trust my decision making, so I'm not going to try it. Right. And
1: people do that to themselves because they tell themselves, okay, today I am going to do something as simple as uh, finish my laundry today And then they don't do it. Well, that gives you evidence that you didn't that uh, you can't trust yourself to do something. right? Yeah. So the more you do that with different scenarios, the less likely you will have the confidence to do something. Um, so you have to, kind of work on yourself to keep your word with your own self. Huge. Huge. Yeah, because that's the only way you can actually trust yourself. It's like if you, like if I had a friend that um, every time I made plans with them, they would uh, bail on me or just say, oh, sorry, I can't make it or whatever. Eventually, you lose trust in them and you stop hanging out with that person.
0: 100%.
1: So, yeah, it kind of comes down to, like, well, why would you do that to yourself then? Like, stop doing that.
0: <laughs> I mean, this is, you're really striking a nerve with me because um, that is that is my life. I mean, if I say something, I feel an internal, I don't even know what it is, like a covenant to obey it. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's in my calendar, I do, do not, and if I give somebody my word, do my best to not break it. Mm-hmm. Um, word is bond. Your word is your, like, I mean, you ever seen the movie Scarface? Yes. Yeah. Remember when he goes up to that drug dealer from Miami and he goes, I only got two things in this world, my balls and my word and I don't break them for nobody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> I mean, that is honor, right? Yeah. If you have honor with your word and I mean, he's the metaphor like his balls Nobody's people break each other's balls all the time. But... <laughs> But if you have honor with your word, that is sacred, right? And then also, that's your reputation. It is. Um, And people can, uh, you know, build trust with you around your reputation. And Like they say, your reputation precedes you. And then that's probably directly related to your confidence. Because if people have confidence in you, they're going to have even more confidence in yourself.
1: That is true. Yes.
0: I mean, external validation. everyone's like, oh, just worry about yourself and inside. External validation does help. Uh, you know, it's, it's, but it should be like, it should be like, uh, gas on the fire. The fire should already burning.
1: Yeah. If you
0: want to get that thing, if you want to make an inferno, like Kendra's body after a kickboxing session, then you (laughs) got (laughs) to (laughs) freaking, you can probably eat whatever you want, eh, after a workout.
1: I eat whatever I want anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Any day of the week.
0: (laughs) That's what's up. Mad respect for that. Yeah, that's, uh. I try to eat, uh, yeah, whatever I want. Uh, whatever I <laughs>
1: That didn't sound very confident. Oh, jeez. Woo!
0: <laughs> super, yep, super risky. A
1: sip, set.
0: You can tell I'm not confident because my pinky's not. <laughs> Normally I have my pinky up. Yeah. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, no, but you know, you're right. I mean, it's uh, talking about confident all this time, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, holy. <laughs> How do we transition from here? But no, you're right. No, this is so cool. Like, cause this is life. You know, you have to, you have to figure this out, and you have to, uh, understand it, and then tackle it. And then those days when you are confident and everything's rolling your way, it doesn't matter what it is. You just steamroll it, and uh, that's the best feeling in the world when you have that kind of, you have that wind at your back, and you have that full uh, confidence in yourself. Now, you don't want to be cocky, right? Or arrogant. Yes. That's kind of like the other extreme. Yeah. Um, that's where you don't have your pinky up. But that's when you're like maybe chugging the bottle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't want to be there, right? So you kind of got to find the happy, you know, that, uh, what do you call it? Goldilocks uh, porridge. Yeah, exactly. Not too hot, not too cold. So. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: I think that's one thing with confidence is um, people are hesitant because they're like, well, I don't want to come off as arrogant or I don't want people to think that I, um, am full of myself and things like that. And that's not what confidence is, you know, confidence is about, um, like we said, just trusting yourself and trying whatever it is that you want to try. And, if you decide you don't like it, then that's fine. But at least you tried it. Right. But in, in life, like, ugh, it's it's so disheartening when somebody wants to do something, but they just are holding themselves back because they tell themselves all these excuses of, oh, well, what if this doesn't work? And what if that happens? And blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, what if it does work? What if what you do is like the most fantastic thing ever? You won't know until you try it.
0: Yeah, we're very good at looking at the downside, right? The yes. risk, yes. and I think that's pretty rational. Very few people look at the upside. Yeah. The T chart, right? Pros and cons. Yeah. Most people have a lot of cons, very few pros. But the pros, I mean, if they go, they go. Yeah. Right. So um, the the one thing you risk is time, but. I mean, this is uh, that is the that is the human condition. You're gonna waste time regardless. And
1: you know Well, if you learn something from it, it's not wasted time.
0: And everyone who says, "Oh, don't waste my time," how much time do you waste?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean?
0: Everyone wastes time. Everybody's busy. Yeah. But babe,
1: what are you actually doing?
0: Please, I know because I know yeah. myself. Yeah. If someone says, "Oh, I'm busy,"
1: well, yeah, a real busy day. Please. And it's like, okay, I sat on the couch for two hours and watched Netflix show. But I mean, whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's, there's busy and there's priorities. I get the yeah. priorities. Yeah. Like, I, my priorities is my leisure, my recreation. Uh, I get that. But don't tell me you're busy, okay? Yeah. Just tell me you won't. I love, I love the saying, uh, don't tell me you can't, tell me you won't. Yeah. Exactly. You know, just be honest about it. Honest. Honest. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Don't tell me you can't be honest. No, so tell, don't tell me you can't be confident tell me you won't be confident
1: yeah exactly it's all the way it's, it's all about what you tell yourself
0: right like 100% said. the yeah. internal you got to become uh, you gotta go from being a film studies uh, movie director to being Steven Spielberg when it comes to telling your story yeah you gotta just flip the script maybe get a pen and paper out I don't know I'm not the coach <laughs> Write down the I am blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. Actually,
1: so affirmations are like huge, right? Because that's changing your story of what you tell yourself. So, <laughs> coming on to the podcast, I'm sitting down this morning like, I am confident. I am going to just like crush this podcast. I am able to talk about these things and like, I am. Um, I can be heard. Like, it, it's okay to speak my truth. Like, the, all those things, you know? Um, so, anything that, you know, and you might not be able to do it right away, but once you start changing your story and telling yourself that you can, eventually it'll come. And, and then you'll just be able to, like, I don't know, bite that bullet and just do it. 100%.
0: Yeah. Uh, over time, yeah, you'll see your green light. And mm-hmm. uh, Matthew McConaughey just came out with a book called Green Lights. I love the title of the book.
1: I haven't read it yet. I I do want to. I haven't either. Down.
0: But I love when books are so good that you don't have to read it. You know what it's about. Mm-hmm. And Green Lights is you have a green light, you go. And I think a lot of confidence is like you know in your gut it's the right thing to do, but you just have to go to the light, right, mm-hmm. and just take the chance. And. Don't be on your phone at the red light, uh, or at the green light, I mean, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going to get honked at uh, by your inner conscience, and then you'll slowly lose lose confidence over time. So, yeah. it's, uh, no, it's good. And we talked about podcasts that have helped you build up and help you, you kind of drive po- uh, confidence from, but is there any, like, uh, uh, music you like to listen to or movies that kind of get you jazzed up? Like, for, for example, me, it's Rocky. Uh, Rocky is yeah
1: it's me <laughs> <Edward>. it's <me! laughs> Wow. Well, you, you should be an actor
0: <laughs> please I'm the dream brown lots and lots and lots of, of brown sugar out there for sure whatever it takes hey if you're in Hollywood holler at your boy I'll fly down to LA I love LA I'll be, I'll, I'll be there in a whippersnapper for sure take care of your movie get to the top of the charts whatever you want we'll get her done right
1: yeah
0: shake and bake you, you want got it? it you got it you got it just give me a few Kit Kat bars <laughs> so we can take a break and enjoy <laughs> oh, wow you know what take a break ah geez so you're talking about movies
1: so movies I don't know I, I am I like goofy movies so like The Breakfast Club is one of my favorites oh, bro- oh yeah yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just one of those. Don't movies. you forget
0: about me? Don't don't
1: don't don't. don't. We're gonna play that don't at my funeral.
0: You know. <laughs> that's not a bad way to go. It's up. my
1: funeral song. Yeah.
0: You know, we got kind of, so that's in your top three. Uh, my one of my movies, my top three is Ferris Bureau's Day Off. Same same director, John yeah. Hughes. Yeah. And they, those movies came out within two years of each other. Breakfast Club was 84, I think. Ferris Bueller's was 86. That guy was on a friggin', he was on a history back then. Mm-hmm. But kind of similar movies. High school.
1: Yeah.
0: That kind of, all the difficulties of trying to fit in and be popular or find your confidence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? All so, of it. Uh, no, but Breakfast Club, what
1: else? That uh, you're like,
0: you watch and you're like, holy smokes. I'm going to take over this. MFR. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. I'm not not like a huge movie person. Music. Honestly, I've been listening to a lot of. I've been listening to a lot of blues.
0: Soldier Boy. Oh, fl- blues. Okay. Blues. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which <was> just like <laughs> sounds like a big downer, but it honestly is such a creative. Hundred
0: uh, percent agree with you.
1: I just get into a flow where I can just think, and I got all these ideas flowing, and it's chill, and I don't know. It just gives me life to listen to that stuff.
0: Do you, blues, I think of BB King. I think of "At uh, um, Last." My I'm not sure what that is. Oh my God! I'm gonna be crucified. I can't. That's okay. okay. I can't
1: give you a lot of artists. I lived, or I listen to a lot of like instrumental, so it's not a lot of. um, But I mean, like Lenny Kravitz does blues, and there's lots of people that have different blues um, music and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I honestly I can't give you a lot of artists. I'm not. Um, the person to be like n- list off all these people. Um, it doesn't matter what type of music. I am just not that person to give you. The no, names. that's fair. That's fair. But
0: no blues. Yeah. I like blues because it's, it's like very creative and spontaneous. It's the same way I like jazz. Yeah. I like jazz because it's very creative and spontaneous. And it's like people like lo-fi I like when they're studying. I like jazz when I'm studying. I like jazz when I have my top hat on. I like got a little bit of whiskey, you know. Mm-hmm. With somebody I can just like shoot the shit with smoke a cigar, talk about the 50s. You know, it's like it's like good times all around. You know? I listen
1: to jazz every morning <laughs> when I'm doing my affirmations and I'm sitting with all the animals in the nice. bed and we're just like, I just do that. So that's my jazz time. Or when Kyle's cooking dinner because <laughs> it's like a little romantic or whatever. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's nice. And then...
0: Hopefully you let him finish, eh? Because well, you don't want to... Vibes to go too too hot right?
1: i mean you don't want the food to burn
0: that's right <laughs> we're talking about priorities right
1: exactly i need to eat
0: exactly <laughs> <laughs> don't let that thing go well done yeah, you know, yeah. medium medium raw throw you... it
1: off and then and then we'll
0: exactly yeah then we'll make music whatever. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you have a studio right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: it's good yeah studios are and now it's time for a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Pause. So, no, this is this is extremely good. Uh, uh, it the same French. They say uh, uh, "très bon." Okay. Um, very good uh, information, and I think that people are going to drive a lot as we wind down here. What are a few takeaways or? just quick uh, go-to's or um, maybe actions people can take when they're feeling like they're not confident
1: uh, I would say one good way to like make yourself confident is your posture mm-hmm. sit up straight. Okay. Chin level with the floor. Don't be looking down. Don't be looking away. Level with the floor. Look somebody in the eye and just say what you want.
0: Gotcha. Why? Why? Is, why do you think the posture helps?
1: Posture helps because it just gives you a presence, mm. right? It, it, you know, if you're got your shoulders in and you're feeling all crouched and shrunken, that's not going to give you confidence. You need to have a presence, and you need to, like, I'm claiming my space. I'm allowed to be here. I am worthy of being here. Why don't you
0: tell me this at the beginning of the show? Eh? Okay, <laughs> uh, I came, uh, get those shoulders back. <laughs> I... <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, I'm yeah, just joking. yeah. But uh, now I know, so this is good. This is, see, this is practical advice. Yeah. Is there anything else? Um
1: kinder to yourself. I think that is like the number one thing that I would tell anybody is speak kinder to yourself, and don't be afraid to take action. Mm. Just try, just try. Just try. Yeah.
0: Okay. No, I, I agree. Be t- we need to be kinder to ourselves. If nobody's gonna be kind to you, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Uh, be in your own corner. Uh, be your own coach until you can uh, hit up Kendra. And by the way, where can people find you and maybe uh, go down this journey with you, with your coaching and your services that you're going to
1: provide to the world? So right now, uh, you can find me on Instagram at I am Kendra Fay, um, and you can click the link in my bio, and we can get started that way.
0: That sounds amazing. No, I think people should definitely take you up on that because uh, everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs to know that there's somebody in the corner and someone can guide them through this because, uh, we are flawed and, uh, you know, there's times where we definitely need a hand and it sounds like you've given this a lot of thought. <laughs> and uh, You've definitely taken the time to think through this and understand it. And, um, I would definitely, I would definitely, you know, value your year as a resource when it comes to helping me build with confidence. So, Anybody out there, I think, would take a lot of value from uh, your guidance, and I really appreciate you being on the show, chatting a little bit about everything today. Uh, You you killed it, you rocked it, and uh, you just, uh, yeah, wow. I couldn't couldn't (laughs) imagine starting this off with anybody else. So, good job. Thank you. And uh, I can't wait to have you on the show again, with or without Kyle.
1: Maybe <laughs> you can do a duo.
0: Jeez, <laughs> um, I might have to really get two bottles of whiskey to match.
1: Probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, uh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate being here. Like this is this is fantastic for me. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah,
0: you. Uh, if I could blush, I would. But. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you you are you're absolutely awesome. So uh, thank you for being on the show. And until next time. Everyone, thank you for tuning into our episode of A Keen Stream Show. Please like, subscribe, share with a friend, and until next time, I'll catch you being confident.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <Okay>. Later. <laughs>